Disinformation, misinformation, propaganda. Isn't that all the same thing? And anyway, what's the difference? Hi, welcome to The Inoculation. On this show, we explore how vaccination went from being a matter of science to being a question of belief, and how this change is shaping politics. We want to show you who is using a fear of vaccination to achieve their political and personal goals. My name is Eva von Schaper, and I'm a health and science journalist, and I'm hosting this podcast together with my colleague, Daiva. Hello, my name is Daiva Rebeczkaite. I'm a journalist covering human rights, politics, and society. So, welcome. We just want to take a minute to welcome our new listeners. Hello, and thank you for your interest. If you like our show, please tell your families, your co-workers, and your neighbors. That's right. And if you know of someone who might enjoy the show, just pick up your phone, you know it's right there, next to you somewhere, and text them the link right now. That's right, we really need your help to get the word out about our show. You can also support us by sending us feedback and questions. Let us know what you liked, and let us know what you didn't like. So now for some housekeeping. We're really excited that we have a joint podcast with Are We Europe about communities in Italy torn apart by vaccine misinformation coming up. Please watch our website for the exact date. So, but back to today's episode, where we're going to take a look at the differences between misinformation, disinformation, and propaganda. Hi, Daiva. Hi, Eva. How are things? You know, actually really good, but... I've been thinking about something. What? You know when we talked to the researcher last week? Lutauras, the the guy who studied PR and propaganda and who was once an army volunteer and now anti-disinformation consultant? Exactly, that's him. I was just looking through the transcript and I saw that we talked about misinformation and Lutauras talked about disinformation. Right. Here's the spot. Since you were involved in different capacity in efforts against uh, misinformation, maybe you could tell us sort of from the beginning how you got into it and uh, yeah, maybe a bit a bit about yourself and your background. Okay, just uh, to start with, um, actually the first studies, the first uh, issues related to disinformation and propaganda, of course, uh, in my career started rather early as I am public relations professional, and uh, disinformation is always uh, part of it, the interpretation, manipulation. We've been researching the anti-vaccination movement for so long, and these terms are still confusing to us. So I guess they're probably confusing to our listeners too. And that's why in this episode of The Inoculation, we're going to look at what separates disinformation from misinformation, and what role propaganda plays in all of this. And it looks like a lot of people are mixed up as well. We have received this question from our listener in Malta, Neville. Let's hear it. Hello, the inoculation. I was wondering if there is a Facebook group targeting a specific country and posting ostensibly updates about COVID-19 cases and with the founder taking on a fake persona and uh, basically disagreeing with the uh, health authorities. Is that disinformation or is that misinformation? This happened in Malta um, last year and the person running it was caught. And I was wondering if that is something that people should look out for in the future because COVID-19 will not be 
probably the last pandemic, unfortunately. Thank you. Thank you, Neville. We love hearing from our listeners. If you want to ask us a question, you're welcome to send us an email or a voice memo to theinoculation at gmail.com. The inoculation is all in one word. So, Daiva, maybe let's just take a look at what information is, because I think that's something we take for granted, but let's just think about what it really is. So, in its most basic way, information is a piece of knowledge that connects facts and data in an understandable, unbiased way. Rome is the capital of Italy. (laughs) If we look at misinformation, I think the easiest way to understand misinformation is to think of it as a spreading of erroneous stories, but without knowing if they're right or wrong. And urban legends are a good example. Is there is there a term for urban legend in Lithuanian? Can't think of any, but it makes me imagine a mythical monster in Vilnius. People were supposed to carry a mirror for protection from it. But uh, an urban le- legend is not exactly that. Okay, well, for example, when I think of urban legend, I think of the story in which an old lady takes a walk with her pet poodle and then puts the dog into her microwave to dry and, of course, accidentally cooks her pet. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, this has been shown to, you know, not be true, but it sounds believable. It could have happened. That's right. And then propaganda is selective presentation of data and facts with a aim to promote a desired response. And this reminds me of an old joke where uh, only the US and the Soviet leaders showed up to run a heads of states marathon. And the American president finished first and the Soviet media then reported our secretary general, although elderly, finished second while the US president was second to last. Okay, I haven't heard of that one before. So that's that's propaganda. propaganda. And and so disinformation is a deliberately false narrative. Also, we know from our research and from first draft steam. Oh wait, Daiva, what what is first draft? Oh, I've been reading them quite a lot. They started out as a coalition of newsrooms, universities, and civil society with a mission to protect communities from misinformation. And now they're a non-profit with headquarters in London. Oh, cool. Can you put that link into our show notes for our listeners? Yes, of course. And um, what did they find out in their research? What kind of research did they do? Well, they looked at anti-vaccine misinformation trends in three languages, which is helpful for us because most analyses are only about content in English. So First Draft analyzed thousands of social media posts in English, French, and Spanish, and found how conspiracy theories resonated with the Yellow Vest movement, libertarians, New Age groups, uh, highly popular anti-government groups, and more conventional audiences, with key terms such as microchipping and deep state becoming increasingly popular. First Draft also found that simultaneous campaigns promoted the Russian Sputnik vaccine and undermined the credibility of Western vaccines in Francophone Africa. You have this element of uh, promoting a certain desired response here. Okay, but you know, how can we prove that was someone's intent? You know, how can we know what's in their head? For example, if someone falsely claims that taking vitamin D is enough to protect you from the coronavirus, they might genuinely believe it. But how do we know that? 
Exactly. And this is what I thought when I tried the quiz by the EU versus disinfo task force. Um, what, Daiva, what, what is the EU versus disinfo task force? And, you know, did you link to it? Sure, it's quite a mouthful. European External Action Services East Stratcom Task Force. Okay, that is indeed a mouthful. European External Action Services, they use diplomatic service, basically, and they convened this task force with experts recruited from EU institutions and member states. But EU versus Disinfo doesn't officially represent the EU's position, so maybe they have a bit more freedom to say what they want to say. Okay, so basically they just try to help people understand disinformation online. Yes, they collect, debunk and store examples of disinformation. But to make their work more engaging, they created this quiz. And we will link to it in the show notes. Excellent. Some examples in the questions were obvious, like doctored screenshots of tweets, hacked accounts and conspiracy theories. But uh, while I correctly identified disinformation and misinformation, I have to say that I tripped on satire and only answered half of the quiz questions correctly. In a quiz question on vaccines, EU versus disinfo writes, and I quote, where the spread of this content is intentional and aimed at causing public harm, it is disinformation, not misinformation. End of quote. This is really interesting. So now we know what the differences are. And to our listener, Neville, who sent us a text earlier, the Facebook group has the key elements of disinformation. Its narrative is false, it's promoted systematically, and it clearly tries to nudge people into action. We want to bring you more stories like this. So to make sure that you'll never miss an episode, you can subscribe to our podcast on our website, and you can also find it on Google, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen. We are here for you. So if you have a question or a comment, you can email us at theinoculation at gmail.com. If you want to contact us securely and send us an encrypted email, we can send you a key upon request. You can follow us on Facebook as at The Inoculation, on Twitter at T Inoculation, that's T like tango, on Instagram, we're at the underscore inoculation. Our reporting is supported by journalismfund.eu, Media Lab Bayern, and Töpfer Stiftung. We'll be back in two weeks, so bye for now. Mm-hmm.